Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, we're back in the podcasting booth for the first... We are. First, first day. time, first time first in the year. First time in 2021. Hopefully, the the sound quality is is much improved. Yes, I can see some new equipment around us <laughs> to Beringer. Um, look, I say that as if mate, we, you say that as if they spot. We just paid them cash and they gave us full the... price. Uh, we we whilst our numbers are growing and they've grown, yeah. our listener numbers have grown significantly in 2020. We're not at the stage yet where podcasting equipment is equipment you know, is, is um, being, just sent to our, no, our doorstep. No, so. In fact, if, any, if anything, we should be thanking various random mates of mine and my father for, for helping with the sound engineering and the construction of our, of our booth. So Dallas's father, just um, just to let you know, he spent about a week of his life in the last <laughs> week. Um, mind you, he's retired because of our good work. Yeah, well, that's true. Uh, um, so he's got nothing better to do. So um, Dallas's father set up, just picture a teepee. A TV with blankets around, and that's our podcasting booth. So we're in our office. Um, we're actually in a tent. We're basically yeah, in a tent, yeah, like a marquee with with, with blankets um, all over it. Sound, sound absorbing packing blankets uh, all around it. We've got uh, a light source in here. We've got a power source. Yeah. Uh, we have our new bear ringer <laughs> equipment. I always like a good sounding, <laughs> like a German, German sounding name. name. That's what you want. Uh, yeah. When, uh, so hope, hopefully. The sound is hopefully it is improved. Uh, if if there's anything that isn't right or to anyone's ears, um, and you have better ideas, if there's any semi-retired sound engineers out there, feel, and you think there's a better way that we could be doing things, feel free to to let us know. So um, during 2020, of course, we we released a series of podcasts on a Saturday morning, usually, and it was all around uh, where where we were positioned in the COVID-19 cycle. Yep. So um, for any of those listeners that, that tune into those episodes, you would notice that there was, there was vastly, different, uh, vastly different valuations and um, times of panic and times of recovery during those Saturday morning podcasts. So you know, some of those Saturday morning podcasts we did right at the depths. Yep. Uh, where the markets had fallen, the great companies of Australia and the world had fallen some thirty-seven percent yeah. around were, about March, and, and there were there were days within there where yeah, those prices were dropping dropped by seven percent in a day, things like that. So really big market moves, which is as we we spoke about when we were recording these, is that it's it's normally not something we don't often talk about market returns on that short-term basis, but it's more a window into. Uh, the psychology of how people were feeling at that point in time, and as you said, different uh, phases of greed and euphoria, and all those, and and you know, panic, and all those different things that we were seeing playing out in news headlines and in just in conversations we're having with people. So that's kind of where it, it gets really interesting. Is you know, not just in you know percentage returns that kind of thing, but in how does that feel as a lived experience to go through. That's right. So we we, we can all say that we've experienced it for two thousand and twenty yeah. now. 
Um, and, our, and our objective for releasing those those podcasts uh, were uh, that not one of our clients or not one of our listeners would panic yeah. and and um, get out at the wrong time. So um, basically, that was a, that was our motivation behind that. So um, we can look back now, yeah, because 2020 is coming <laughs> to a close. Yes. Now. Um, Amazingly, the great companies of Australia and the world finished up over six percent in the positive for the whole of two thousand and twenty. Yeah, and when I say the great company of, of uh, the great companies of Australia and the world, allow me to um, elaborate a little bit on that. I'm not handpicking the best companies. No. We are just saying the largest two hundred companies in Australia. Yeah, and the largest fifteen hundred companies in the world. So if you owned all of those diversified companies. Yeah, so, so what we're looking at here is, is 50% <laughs> of your money being uh, spread out across the 200 biggest companies in Australia, 50% of your money spread out across the 1,500 biggest around the world. Uh, that's what you're saying is if you just, as of the 1st of January, if you had your money invested in that way, that was just automatically diversified across those, those greatest and biggest companies around the world and in Australia, you just forgot about it, didn't look at, at, at anything for, for that whole calendar year, by the by the first of January twenty twenty one, you would have had a positive return of just over six percent. Of over six percent. Yeah. Which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So which is if, amazing. If, and that's that's one of those things where, you know, we've talked before about uh, feeling of human beings we we are we are attracted to and we're obsessed with the the sudden and the and the unexpected and the bad as a rule of thumb. And so what we've we you know when those those days where prices were dropping by seven percent, for example, or a week where you know prices were dropping by ten percent, that was very salient, very visible. What we haven't seen is is what we haven't noticed probably is is in the in the two months leading up to the, those big drops and in the in the sort of six seven eight months afterwards, those steady decline, the steady steady increases is that you know. What we, if you then looked at a graph, what you would see is that from the very depths of where where prices got to in in March, it hasn't really been any one any one week where you know one day where prices picked back up by seven percent in the same way, but <laughs> it's just been consistent little increases over time as more good news comes out, as people start to look back up and think of the future, as we start to you know think longer term. Prices have just crept up and crept up and crept up, and so that's where we've sort of got to now over the course of that calendar year. Well, they, yeah, they crept up and crept up and crept up, and then they just sort of paused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden in November, yeah, they just went whooshka. Yeah, and we basically had yeah. um, like the Australian, the Australian ASX two hundred yeah. had its biggest, it had its biggest monthly return since yeah. nineteen eighty eight in November two thousand and twenty. But I, I guess so, I guess the thing about that is what I find interesting is from the difference between mid February to mid March over that one month when uh, prices dropped that was front of mind for a lot of people I think that was very obvious very noticeable you heard a lot of talk about it in the streets all those sorts of things in that month where prices boomed and went up you just didn't really hear much you about didn't hear, it you didn't hear much and and here's where people who have sold out at the wrong time fall into a, a the Fall into the second trap. Yeah. The second trap is share prices aren't doing anything. Yeah. They've partially recovered. Yeah. And then they're just sitting. And I'm out. I'm sitting in cash. I've sold out at you know, 
yeah. 36% down or 37% down, yeah. 30% down or whatever it was. Um, I'm waiting and the media keeps telling me that there's going to be a second wave. Yeah. The media keeps telling me that there's going to be a um, double-dip recession, yeah. you know, terminology that we've heard in the past. So at the start of November, I'm still pretty comfortable yeah. because things had only partially recovered. Yeah. And, um, yeah, things in November were at about 90 cents in the dollar. I'm going to go back to cents in the dollar here yeah, as opposed to... Yeah, better way to think of it, yeah. So, you know, some people sold out at 63 cents in the dollar, a 37% yeah. drop. Yeah. They had 63 cents in the dollar converted to cash. Share prices, company prices recovered pretty quickly to 90 cents in the dollar, partially recovered. Yeah. Still not back to a dollar in the dollar. And um, they just paused there for months and months and months. Yep. And then all of a sudden, in November alone, I, I, I look away for a, yeah. you know, a day, I look away <laughs> for a week, I look away for a month, it's back above the dollar. Yes. So it's gone from 90 cents to yep. over the dollar. Yeah. And right now it's at a dollar six. Yeah. So, so basically, something that started at a dollar on the 1st of January 2020, yep. in on the 31st of December, 2020 was at $1.06 yep. despite all of that volatility yep. during that period of time and look if, if we get everyone would have seen a um, a bar graph uh, over a long term period of time so yep. am I using the right terminology I got no idea you tell me you're painting a word picture you see 100 years of returns and you see a a bar yep. that represents the calendar year return yep for that particular year. Yes. So yeah. what that bar does not show you yeah. is the is the any turbulence. Yeah, throughout that year. Throughout that year. Yeah, and that's so that's, the history books are going yeah. back and we'll look at this and in, we'll in say, twenty years' time we'll say what what were returns in twenty twenty? We'll go, six percent. Six percent. So don't, at no point in the, yeah. Whereas a, a line graph will actually show you that Yes. Yeah. And but, and that and that's exact and like I say the even that lived experience of you know in ten years' time, we'll look back at this and go, "2020, when you know, when we'll we'll remember, you know, we see the pandemic and that kind of thing." But for many people, they probably won't really remember the volatility of their super balance. It'll just be a thing of, "Well, I started the year with five hundred thousand in super, and then I finished the year with five hundred and fifty because yeah. I had a little bit of growth and I had my contributions go in." And oh yeah, five hundred to five fifty. What they won't really remember is what did that feel like on the way through when it had, it, yeah. it, you know, your balance went from five hundred. <laughs> Took the took the long way around. It went to three hundred and fifty, and 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 at that point in time, when you five hundred had dropped to three hundred and fifty, you didn't know when that was ever going to recover. No. And all the news was negative. All the, as you say, the media headlines were there was no positivity around, and it was always a it was at that point in time, and that's what we've been saying all year. And what has worked really well, I think, for for our listeners and for our clients, is that we don't know when this will recover, but we know that eventually it will. And that's that's what's been proven out in in a really short amount of time is that yeah if if you just sit tight stick to your guns you'll end up in the position we're back in now. Look, it's impossible to make investment policy out of out of headlines yeah and and out of what you think is going to happen. Um, and what I'm talking about there is that that people try to get a little bit too tricky, and when things start to drop away, let's even assume. No one ever sells out of the top. Let's, no. let's put that out there. Yeah. Because yeah. prices react so quickly. So, yeah. so the price is a dollar and it's not 63 cents because of the fact that 
there's no bad news out there. As yeah. soon as that bad news is released, yes. as in coronavirus is, is, you know, is worse than we thought and it's spread to America, spread to Australia, all those types of things, yeah. very, very quickly, that the price was on its way to 63 cents. Yes. Let's assume that you got in yeah. and got, well, got out is the right word. Yeah. At um, ahead of where other people had at yep. ninety cents in the dollar, yep. and and that's the, that's the dangerous thing is for a long time you felt like a genius, you felt, felt like so smart, you went, you know, I, I had five hundred thousand in in super, it's dropped to four hundred and fifty thousand, I got out now and it's kept dropping, yep, and and all my mates their their super has just kept dropping, and I'm sitting here on the sideline with all my super, all my money in super sitting in cash, and and I've only lost that fifty grand, and that's sort of what that. And and that's kind of what you what you're getting at there. Yeah. I think, so people try to make it. I mean, pe- people thinking that would think that you know um, the markets might be down forty percent by the, by year end. Yeah. Um, as it turns out, they're up by six percent. Yeah. Which is amazing. You can just you can never ever predict it. Yeah. So they're thinking that they're actually going to be clever. Yeah. We, w- I mean, we've given up. We yeah. just don't think. Yeah. I shouldn't say we've given up. We've never tried to make <laughs> investment <laughs> policy. Out of out of, out of short term noise, no, no. and this is just short short term noise. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is, no matter if it's a global financial crisis, Great Depression, uh, coronavirus, whatever it is, it's short term noise in the march forward of the great companies of Australia and the world. Yeah, they're very very resilient, and um, uh, ha- have throughout history managed to overcome any challenge that's been set them. Yeah, so uh, we. <laughs> We think it's a mugs game, a complete mugs game to make, yeah. to, to to try and make investment policy out of that, to try and get out at close to the top, get back in at the bottom, or get out even. Well, that's you know, there's no there's no point in even getting out at ninety cents and waiting until no. it all dies down and getting back in at ninety cents. No. if you could, yeah, 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 which you can't. <laughs> no. but, if you could, but, but that's a really good. What's the point of it? Yeah, yeah, that, that and that's a really good uh, example of this year has proven out. A lot of the things that we've been talking about for a lot of years, and and as you say there, what people really want to do is go. My balance has dropped from five hundred to four hundred and fifty. I'll I'll get out of my diversified portfolio of these these biggest and best companies uh, in Australia and around the world. I'll sit in cash, and then I'll wait, and then I'll get back in. And as you say, they've they've gone from five hundred to four hundred and fifty, and then prices have continued to drop. They felt like a genius. Now. Invariably, what happens is, and that's what happened at the very bottom, is that <laughs> prices pick back up very quickly, and and then and then it's a a every day is a is an emotional battle of, you know, is now the time to get back in? Do I? Is this a? I love the term. Is this a dead cat bounce? Is this <laughs> a? You know, are we going to have a double dip recession? You, you you then create this this world of having to worry about something that's completely out of your control and that there is no way to know in advance what the answer will be. So you then sat there on the sidelines. Now, if you were if you were lucky, maybe you got back in at 90 cents. But And so you're 450, you turn straight back into the same amount and you're now sitting back where you would have been. But I really, I can't, even if you wanted to just minimise the, the fear or the, the emotional turmoil for the year, it's not, a, it's not the way to do it because you spent more time this year panicking and worrying about are things going to drop? Are they going to go back up? Am I going to miss that recovery? All the rest of it. Whereas if you just had your money invested, stayed fully invested the whole way through, you just don't have to think about it. You just get up, go to work, you do your thing, 
you, you worry about the things you can control and your super balance does what it does. And you don't have to have any fear of whether the market goes up, down or sideways, where the company prices go up, down or sideways. I don't care. I just get up and I do what I'm doing. I control what I can control. And at the end of this year, you've now ended up in a position where your 500,000 has turned into 550, say, and you just think, what was all the... You know, your mates or your, your people that you hear about who were stressing about <laughs> these market returns all year, you just think, what was about? You, you've had a... It sounds crazy to say it, but you've had a much more relaxed, easy year because you just haven't had to worry about whether to be invested or not. You're right. And all you had to do, and, and the goal that we give to our clients is just to stick to their strategy, yeah. so control what they can control. Um, uh, they're all putting in fortnightly amounts. If they get paid fortnightly or if they get paid weekly, they're putting in weekly amounts uh, to their superannuation uh, as they approach retirement. So our, our, our um, one t- little takeaway for all of our clients was to don't even look at this, just continue yeah. on with that strategy. Just keep yeah. keep buying in. You're buying in at 63 cents in the dollar and yeah. next week you're buying in at 80, 60, cents, 80 yeah. cents in the dollar or yeah. 70 cents in the dollar. Yeah. Um, and really, if you look at it now, there just is no other alternative. So yeah. I go back to the uh, the depths of the global financial crisis 12 years ago and interest rates on term deposits got up to 6% at the time. Yeah. So um, we're having a different conversation at that point in time. Yeah. So, so people sold out of companies, albeit still at the wrong reason, yeah. and they still missed the recovery. But if you're looking at that, that year... That alternative, it was, it was very yeah, easy to go, I just, I'll just take the easy 6%. I'll take the, the well, safe well, 6%. Well, imagine if, if, if this 6% return for the great companies of Australia and the world that they produced in 2020 if we go back to the global financial crisis and replicated that yeah i can't remember exactly yeah. what the edu returns were but um someone that had sold out of cat sold out and put their money into term deposits in their superannuation yeah said big deal he got six percent i got six percent this year in my term deposits mm. now they still missed out when the recovery happened yes. so they did it for the wrong reason there just is no other viable alternative no. right now so at the moment Term deposit and bond interest rates are in the half a percent range, yep. if you're lucky. So, you know, someone that had sold out, someone that had sold out, forgetting even selling out at 63 cents in the dollar, yep. if you sold out at a dollar, yeah, in, in the dollar. dollar, which no one did yep. at the start of the year, yep. you got a half percent return. You got a half percent rate of return in yep. term deposits or yep. bonds and, and uh, I, versus 6% in the great companies of Australia and the world. And I think that, again, to some degree, it made it a lot easier for, for our clients and people we spoke to throughout the year was that, you know, I had conversations with people where they were saying, well, this is pretty unpleasant, but what am I going to do? I'm not going to put the money in a bank account. I'm not yeah. going to, you know, I'm not going to get any return on a term deposit or in a bank account, mm. so we've just got to ride this out. Mm. And I think uh, the, the point that you, just to clarify, the point that you're making there is not that when interest rates go back up, then it will be a good idea to, to own cash with term deposits. No. It's, it's just that, it's a much easier decision at this point in time. And so it's, it's been a, a year that has proven exactly uh, a lot of the things that we've been talking about on this podcast for a couple of years now have been borne out this year, which is that you cannot afford to be invested in cash. You cannot afford to have your money in term deposits. You have to be invested in uh, the, the biggest and best companies in Australia and around the world. 
and those companies are going to get you where you need to be over the long term, but it's going to come with significant volatility, and, and the only way to get that long-term return is just to ride out the short-term noise. It is, and, and go back and listen to, if you haven't listened to it already, the shocking risk of turn deposits, the yeah. podcast that we re- uh, released yeah. recently in January of 21. Uh, you can see no one's ever probably told you that term deposits are risky and that yeah. term deposits income fell by 94% over a 30-year period from yeah. 1990 to 2020. But that's, um, that's we won't go too deep into no, no. the Gun. differences between those two because that podcast does that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's probably a good place to, to wrap up. It's, a, as you said, just a recap of, of those uh, returns for the, for the calendar year, which I'm, I know myself... This is what we do day in day, and I was still blown away when I saw that that's what that return had been for the calendar year. If if you just invested that money first of January, left it the whole way through, that's where you'd end up. I, I was really surprised by that, and so we wanted to sort of release this as a bit of an update to let people know where things are sitting, and just to hopefully give people a bit of a sigh of relief that if if you manage to just stick to your plan, stay fully invested, not not make any mistakes throughout the year. Already, your your good decisions and and your work there has been rewarded. So, for anyone who, who's listening, who's, who's done that, well done. And uh, it's it's been great evidence that uh, if you if you stick to that plan, you will achieve the results you need. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, one other thing that I'll just add in there as well is uh, thanks for your support during 2019 and 2020. As 2021 starts, we are really, really keen to continue on yeah. with money over 50. Yeah, uh, we're not going anywhere, which is great. <laughs> so, which is really, really good. Um, if we could ask for a favour, if you do enjoy the podcast, which I assume you do, if you're listening at this stage, um, yeah, can you jump onto iTunes or whoever you use as a podcast provider and give us a rating? Yeah, five stars will do. In case you're wondering <laughs> if we want four or three or. <laughs> Five will, five will be five will just be fine. Um, you don't necessarily have to make any comments, but that would help as well. Yeah. But um, yeah. but just really really quickly, if you could jump on there, we want our podcast money over fifty to flash up. Yeah. When someone is Looks searching for for a new podcast, for, for yeah. new podcasts and things yep. like that. So um, if we could ask of that one favor, that would be much appreciated. Thanks. For- Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.